this and maybe I'm blind Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying But I'm only human Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure where Yay! we watch We watch a thing and we tell We're you back. How, how it failed in, in pop culture Jake derailed me again, like you'll have uh, My name is Sky um, I'm Jake why are you so yelly today? <laughs> We're watching Marvel's Inhumans, episode number seven. Havoc in the Hidden Land. Oops. I almost forgot that that's what I do when you say <laughs> the episode number. Yeah. This one was weird. Not not a lot happened in it. They're all weird and not a lot happens. And every character is a goddamn asshole and I'm so sick of talking about them. <laughs> it's true. Declan was okay. He's just some guy that they brought along. He's... He's in it purely for the science, and he gets the worst deal out of this thing. That's really all you need to say. We can quit now. <laughs> but instead, nah. uh, we'll have to go through the thing. So, Just remember Gorgon's death. Yeah, <laughs> That's all you need to know. So Gorgon died in the last episode, and uh, all of the, uh, the strike force that were really just miners that attacked them, they're fleeing through the Hawaiian jungle. They took the moment, I guess, where everyone was mourning Gorgon's death to, to get out. <laughs> They got while the getting was good, and but it was all for naught because they got a teleporting dog on the on the Black Bolt side. And at some point, someone yells to Black Bolt to go to the left, but they just call him Bolt, I think, <laughs> which is a fun little to thing. save time. Bolty, you go left. We'll go right. <laughs> From the Midwest, all of a sudden, also. I don't know. So uh, they, the fleeing perpetrators, give up pretty much immediately, and then. Declan is like, dude, I don't know what's going on. I was just trying to do some stuff with science, and I'm sorry. Please don't murder me. He scienced so hard. He really got wrapped up in some stuff. He didn't care where the funding was coming from, which I can understand. Uh, and he's just like, look, I brought my research with me. I in <laughs> I keep a cool head in a panic and grabbed my briefcase that has all these blood samples and shit. I mean, it's like, I guess... It- if my, like if my house were burning down, I would probably grab my phone on my way out. <laughs> it's probably like that sort of situation. Well, you got to call work and tell them you're not coming exactly. in. Exactly. I need my phone to call the fire department. Really. <laughs> yeah. Nothing else. That's that's fair. But he, there, you know, there's just he he loves his uh he loves his briefcase. Like I love my phone. It's the bringer of uh, of text messages and pornography. <laughs> and comfort. Yeah, and comfort via text messages about pornography. Oh, sure. They decide not to murder everybody, and then we cut to the the really short credit sequence with pretty good music, honestly. With really epic, just... That's how it goes. I was there. Oh, okay. And uh, when we cut back... You have to turn that down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're just wrapping up Gorgon in some sheets from where I'm not sure. That's a good question. Where they get those sheets? Did they go all the way back to the lab and drag his corpse all the way out here and then wrap him? Because that's what it seems like. They went to the Costco and got some sheets, but didn't get Karnak a clean shirt. That's right. Nobody has a clean shirt. So they're mad about Gorgon. surprisingly clean. And uh, Karnak walks right up to Orin and just snaps her neck. Uh, Medusa's like, hey, don't do that. And he's just, eh, it's fine. She'll come back. She always does. How do they know this? Who are they fighting that kills Orin so much? How do they know that that's what she can do? Maybe she's really clumsy. She's falling down the (laughs) stairs and snapping her neck. (laughs) How did she get to be the head of the guard then? Because uh, Gorgon left. <laughs> That's how. So it's like when Andy Gorf- Griff- it's like when Andy Griffith goes off to do something and Barney Fife is in charge. He shoots himself <laughs> in the foot. <laughs> don't think. I just uh, I don't know how how did they discover what her powers are? It doesn't 
It seems like a very specific thing to have discovered on accident or on purpose. I mean... So I killed this bitch and she just came right back. I mean, they probably started small and she probably got a paper cut and she was like, look at that. And, oh, and of course, there's the genetic counsel who probably did genetic counseling or whatever. <laughs> However T-Bor they do that. broke her neck and was like, watch this, everyone. <laughs> she came back. I guess. Poor Tibor. But uh, Medusa doesn't want to kill anybody anymore. Uh, Karnak does because he wants to send a message to Max. We cut up to Max and he's just sitting on the throne mumbling to himself crazily a little bit and he's ordering people around when Crystal with the teleporting dog and the strike team shows up and instead of just shooting her to death right then and there, Max hears her out. Uh, she's there to <laughs> she's there to arrange for a parley, which apparently is the correct way to pronounce that word. Yeah, Jack discovered. Sparrow said it wrong the whole time. We had to look it up because yeah. they say parley a lot in this. Yeah, I thought that it was just a mistake on the actress who plays Crystal. But no, that's the way you're supposed to say it, as it turns out. Three other, three or at least three other characters say it also. So, yeah. I don't know. She's there to say Gorgon is dead and we want to arrange a meeting to discuss, I don't know, ending this stupid coup. He's like, yeah, that's, Max tells her, yeah, that's fine. Let's meet at midday. Midday. No, doesn't actually in establish. Hawaii? Midday yeah, on the where. moon. <laughs> They'll figure it out. Standard it's moon fine. time. <laughs> yeah, the, does it, the moon has like. A lot of sunrises in the day. Yeah, I was going to say, the moon probably... Maybe they're on Greenwich Main Time. Ah, that makes the most sense. What the is the sun probably comes goes up and down several times, right? Like yeah, I think it's faster? like... I think it's like 24 or something a day. It's, oh, really? It's Yeah, it's too many times. It's just whipping around up there, huh? Or maybe that's just the... That might just be the space station. Uh, but the moon... Yeah, the moon has a lot of rises throughout the day. But whatevs, it's fine. We cut back to Earth... Karnak is upset because they're doing uh, a parley, and he wants to just murder everyone. Medusa's against that still. I'm not sure how much Karnak was supposed to have learned from banging that pot dealer, but it feels like he didn't learn a whole lot. No, he lost all of his chill. Whatever whatever he picked up, uh, he has des- definitely jettisoned it once Garg- Gorgon was murdered, or killed himself, or whatever it is that happened. Sacrificed. There it is. He's a martyred. Uh, Black Bolt does a lot of hand-waving. And so much hand waving. Medusa does a lot of reacting to what he says, and it. We are only getting one side of the conversation, and it would be really helpful if there were subtitles for Black Bolt, so we could understand him, instead of just hearing responses and piecing it together. But whatever, it's fine. It's too late now. Right, and on this audio podcast, it's hard to describe the really dumb. <laughs> Hand movements he makes sometimes. Because like, he's really only making the same, like, ten motions. I don't know. At the end there, he repeat. makes that C and then crushes it with his other hand. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, diplomacy? And uh, in all of this, Medusa is absolutely right. They don't need to just kill to kill to prove that they're in charge. But I don't know, the way she goes, she just is yelly about it. Well, she, uh, I don't know. Max sent a lot of people to murder them. On numerous occasions over the last 24 or 48 hours. Right. So, so like, I, mean, I mean, Black Bolt and Karnak aren't in, wrong to be like, fuck these people. True. But she's also not wrong to be like, hey, maybe we should stop being these people who just kill. But she's just mean. <laughs> she's not making her point effectively. Yes. Ironically, she's the one with the bad communication skills. Uh, but... So they teleport to a beach with the, with the dog, and the dog howls, and wouldn't you know it, fucking Triton comes so women up. Turns out he's fine after all. 
This episode has a lot of that dog in it, and I like that. I wonder how they knew where Triton was going to be, how they kept in touch with him, or and also how he survived. Wait, do you really wonder why they knew where he was going to be? A little, yeah. Because they say they set up. This is the point that oh. he and uh, he and um, who's that guy? Black Bolt. Black Bolt um, set up this exact time frame. They set up that meeting place, and then the dog howled. That's how he knew it was time to come. Oh, okay. What I are assumed... you fucking doing over there? You're not watching it. I assumed that the dog howled in response to noticing uh, the the fishmen swim up. Oh no, I think um, the dog Black Bolt signaled puts his him. hand on the okay. dog's face, and I think they have sort of a sort of a thing. And then he was like, "Now is the time to howl, dog." And then the dog howls, and uh, Trident comes swimming up because he hears the dog howl. Okay, so how did Triton not die of a severe staph infection uh, from swimming around in the Pacific Ocean with a gunshot wound? I mean, it's Hawaii. It's beautiful. It, it probably maybe you only got a little bit of a gunshot wound and he's fine. <laughs> you also know maybe fish heal better. Maybe mermen heal better than non-mermen. I had not considered that possibility. Maybe being in the fucking water instead of on the dusty ass old moon. He's probably feeling great since he's a fishman. <laughs> it's true. Being a fishman on the moon where there ain't no water seems like a really just raw deal for yeah, you. Yeah, it's really terrible. But that explains why he's so good at uh, the martial arts. Yeah, because he had to do something. Yeah, got to kill the time somehow. Also, like, how do you become a member of the the royal family if you have shitty water powers on a dusty old moon? <laughs> there ain't no water. What do you do? I, I swim. Where? I splash around in that pool between them silent twins. <laughs> that sucks for him so bad. So bad. Maybe Gorga, or not Gorga, maybe the dog brings him down so he can swim, like, once a week. He just brings him to a YMCA in <laughs> Cincinnati. I mean, I pictured, like, an unpopulated area, but yeah, that could work, too. Oh, yeah, well. I don't know how many people are at the Y in Cincinnati, so it could be. So, everybody is uh, very excited to see Triton. Because they all assumed he was dead because uh, Black Bolt let them think that. Also, the dog let them think that. Yeah, he seems to have a, a hole in him where yeah, he he's got, got a shot. A, not in the vital area. In the area where it's cool to get stabbed. It's like we learned in Scream. But... You want to talk about Scream for the next 40 minutes? <laughs> nah. Damn it. So Medusa is very upset that uh, Black Bolt knew that Triton was okay. I'm very... I want to know how he knew he was okay also. Yeah, there's no way he could have known that he was fine. Because Triton doesn't have one of those wrist communicator dealies. They don't have a psychic on board, as far as I know. Medusa's upset, and then Black Bolt says, let's go to the bunker. And she's like, what bunker? And apparently Black Bolt is a doomsday prepper who has a bunker under the moon. Sky, you keep mispronouncing it. It's pronounced the royal bunker. <laughs> Excuse me. Get it and together. It's full of ready-to-eat bagged food. And yeah, Declan has got to tag along, and he doesn't believe that he's on the moon. But then he's like, oh, there's a fish man. We got a teleporting dog. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Declan's my favorite character in this episode. Shut up. You got to answer that question later. Yeah, and I just did. Ugh. Uh, so Medusa wants to know how long the bunker's been there and how long the strategy has been in play. And was Gorgon's death a part of this also? And she's making a lot of really rash assumptions. And then Triton just kind of finds somewhere else to be <laughs> <laughs> the married couple argues, uh, which I think is the most real part of this whole thing, where he's just like, I'm not a part of this. 
That's, I mean, that's basically what Dr. Declan says. Is like, that's how marriage works. Wacka, wacka. <laughs> yeah. I think we... I don't like Medusa in this because she doesn't have Louise ah, there to, like... Balance her out? Yeah, to be a balance to her just intense personality. <laughs> yeah, Louise isn't in this episode at all. Spoiler. I miss her. Uh, she got left behind on Earth, and even she's... though they go back constantly, it's fine. She's banging Dave. <laughs> Probably. Medusa's upset with Black Bolt for sidelining her and not telling her stuff, and they have a heated argument. He waves at her a bunch. And makes the same intense starey eyes the whole time. He's got that one look, and he does it well. Medusa wants to be the like a real queen and be told stuff and have input. She wants to be a real queen, and she needs some corgis. <laughs> and a big poofy hat. Or at least a shiny hat. She probably does need a hat. Her head's probably really cold. I bet, especially on the moon. Yeah, it's probably fine in Hawaii. Yeah. So, uh, Black Bolt makes a fist and punches his hand which apparently means a thing that we'll never learn. And then it means he gives Triton go off and do some stuff. And then he gives uh, Triton a cloak and a pair of knives. And he's just like, and he just wanders off to do stuff. To do so, fish stuff. <laughs> um, and then we cut over to Max's apartment, maybe. And Oren's waking up from being dead. He's just on bed with her. It's kind of awkward. Everything about this goddamn show is kind of awkward. Max is a very uncomfortable in character. Remember the first episode where we were like, Max is kind of right. Yeah, and then he was like, hey, I want to fuck you to Medusa. And then to Medusa's sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, he's just a creep. Everything. I don't like him anymore. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> I want them all to die. Aaron uh, looks like a, a dollar store uh, Rashida Jones, by the way. In case anyone was. She does. She's... She's less tan, but she does... Well, dollar correct. store. Legally distinct Rashida Jones. Yeah, she's Rashida Gones. Uh, but Oren has come to the realization that, hey, maybe this insane person isn't the one I should be following. Yeah, maybe. And uh, she's Max... Like, she's all like, you were a human and accomplished becoming king. And uh, she liked that, I guess. Yeah, and Max is very offended that she's like, oh, so you think I'm good for a human? It's like, well... Yeah, dude, you overthrew a government of people that have superpowers without using it and not killing anybody, really. So, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Why are you so offended? Because he's always offended, no matter what happens. He's crazy. He's a cock. He's a kook. Uh, the scene goes on forever. They all do! <laughs> it's gotta fill the time somehow. And most of it is Max looking insane and rambling to himself. Really close up so you can see how spotty his beard is. And how just like glinty his eyes are. It's, it's weird. He does have the shiniest eyes and the pubiest beard. <laughs> yeah. So once Max is done being crazy, we cut over to the bunker where Declan is showing Karnak his research. And he's like, I don't know if you'll understand this. And Karnak gives him this sassy look like, I'll get it. Just fucking go through it. It's like, you're not a geneticist. You're just a guy who can see flaws and stuff. Why would your power work this way? I, yeah, I don't know. But it does. Uh, and apparently this is the first time anybody has told Declan about the process of teragenesis. Uh, like, he wasn't familiar with the term up until now, I guess. I mean, who, how many people on Earth know the term? The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? yeah. But he's been doing a lot of research on Inhumans, and he's been in constant contact with Maximus. Yeah, I guess that's true. Max should probably have told him what Terrigenesis was. Yeah, it's like, here's a crystal that'll make me into a thing. Why don't you figure out how it works and then make me be able to do that? But 
whatever. Uh, Karnak sends a uh, meaningful look at the corpse of Gorgon, and then we cut over to the throne room where Max has gathered the f- few characters that uh, we've met and some other background is this, players. Is this everyone? I genuinely do not know, but he's here, like, he's discussing the death of Gorgon to them. Which starts off sort of as a regular, like, eulogy, but then turns into, like, something different. Yeah. No, he's, like, I, I loved Gorgon, and I tried to be his friend, and he wouldn't have it, and blah, blah, blah. You know, bullshit. Because they were different. They are different. <laughs> yeah, one of them is a horse-hooved man who is not an asshole. And one of them is a pube-bearded man who is an asshole. He tried to teach you how to defend yourself against a threat of some sort that never gets established. I'm going to go ahead and say Skrulls. Moon men. Because Kree hates Skrulls. But they're not the Kree. They're an offshoot of the Kree. Right. They're like Kree dogs. (laughs) And then Max starts ranting about his family and how they didn't respect him or something. He's a very complainy fella. He sure is. He just bitches and bitches. He's already the king. Sit on your goddamn throne and do king things. Why don't you just move everybody to Earth? Yeah, like like, like you said four episodes ago. You got a doorman. There's, there's got to be a spaceship there, right? You got a moon base? How do you not have a spaceship? That's a good question. After Max's speech, we cut to a different courtyard with more rocks that are white and black. There's a very white and black theme throughout here. We I guess see, this is the parlay court. We see a lot of Adeline in this one, at least. I mean... <laughs> kind of well i mean more than like the past where everything happened in yeah. the throne room there is one new set there's the bunker and this uh, two new sets and, excuse me uh whatever that weird place that aaron was sleeping in max's apartment or and, crystal's apartment and seemingly a different apartment where dr declan gets to hang out but it's probably just crystal's apartment just without crystal stuff in it because mm-hmm. that's how sets work Indeed. So the royal family pops in with uh, with Lockjaw, and they are still just wearing their Earth clothes, even though they're on the moon again, and they have right. access to probably some at Adelinian clothing. They decide you to go it. casual with it. So Medusa still has that uh, red leather jacket and jeans. She probably just likes it. She looks like a boss-ass bitch. True, but Crystal's just wearing a flannel and jean shorts. So they meet Max in the middle of this courtyard, and they start discussing... Uh, their parley. Yeah, their parley. It sounds so dumb. It really does. Um, you really ruin things, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I know I say that every day, but he really did. Yeah. Fuck you, Johnny Depp. Black Bolt says, we're going to return home. We're going to be the king and queen of Adeline again. You get to go through Terra Genesis again if you want. Here's Declan. Let's just not fight any more people. Already too many people died. Max looks like, he, looks like he's on the edge of a sneeze this entire time. <laughs> so does Black Bolt. It just must be really bright there. It's all the moon dust in uh, the air. I mean, I mostly that's what acting is. It's just you're either on the edge of a sneeze or uh, on the edge of a yawn, and that's how you act. Fair enough. I went to acting so, school. Black Bolt, uh, or not Black Bolt, Max accepts Black Bolt's deal. Uh, so some guards collect Declan. I don't know, there's just this really long scene of them uh, exchanging prisoners, I guess. Yeah, looking tense. And then we find out Max a dick. <laughs> what? He double-crossed them? The guy who overthrew you has double-crossed you? Imagine that. Because he's all like, wait, now I have Declan and you have nothing. See ya, bitches. Yeah. Don't kill me in front of all these people. Yeah, that's, it's a parley. Oh, Max. 
This is how you guys got overthrown. You were dumb. You got overthrown by a dummy, which makes you a bigger dummy. <laughs> You're the king of dummies. And Black Bolt has a gray beard. Why are you so obsessed with this gray beard? I don't know. I like saying Black Bolt has a gray beard. Because he hasn't shaved in a couple of days. They probably got a Inhuman for that. <laughs> probably. It's quite a line in the mornings. Or Black Bolt tells Max that he's going to kill him next time he sees him. Apparently, that to do that, you touch uh, the bottom of your throat and you point. Do you think that means him? Or uh, killed him? Or I don't know. Because there's a lot more waving around. I don't know. It's real hard to say. So then when they, wa- they walk away and they t- all touch the dog and they teleport away, right? Yep. That dog would fall asleep before after teleporting one person once. Yep. Now they're four or five people at a time just teleporting all over the damn place. Well, when Crystal popped in to arrange the parley, she teleported like nine other people with her. Yeah, and then she uh. just teleported away, and then they're teleporting up and out of the royal bunker and this and that. And it's almost as though the writers were inconsistent and didn't give a shit. Well, they knew if they didn't make the dog sleep, <laughs> they wouldn't have the, the shitty story they have. They would be like, I don't know, why don't they just touch that dog and go back? <laughs> so we got back, and Declan is in an apartment. It's probably Crystal's. Wait, He's... here's my problem with this apartment. Look at all that cupboard space. And all the goddamn plates and bowls are on a weird shelfy thing. <laughs> You're so offended by those square bowls. <laughs> yeah. Bowls should be round. <laughs> They're inhuman, Jacob. I don't believe in a lot, Sky. <laughs> but I believe in that. You believe in wearing pants when you go outside. Yeah, real pants. <laughs> and bowls should be round. So Declan brought his briefcase with him, and it's full of blood samples and... Uh, Max wants to see a catalog, the Tinder catalog, to choose what powers he wants. And Declan's like, I don't, that's not really how this is going to work, because I haven't done any, like, actual studies on this yet. Yeah, that's insane, Max. You can't just decide that's how the science will work, and that's how it's going to... Declan tries to warn him, and he's like, I don't know if this is safe. This could fucking kill you. Let me do some testing first. And Max is like, that's how it works on Adeline. You just do it. It's like... No. You're a terrible king. If you want to kill yourself, just walk out of the dome, man. Or piss your brother off and he'll say <laughs> hi to you. <laughs> yeah. And then Melt Max is like, or Declan's like, I don't even know what terogenesis is. And then Max goes through this long metaphor of what it is, not at all describing the actual process of terogenesis, which Declan needs to know to make sure you don't die in this process. Perhaps he shouldn't have murdered the genetic council. They probably would have come in handy here. <laughs> Yeah, they probably know it the best. Max also says that it's the thing that binds them together, when all we've seen is Terragenesis very distinctly separating the peoples. Like, butterfly wings got to go not be in the mines, and everyone else had to go back. Where do you think she went? We haven't seen her since. I don't know. Maybe she flew too high and flew out of the dome, and is just crumpled at the bottom of the dome somewhere. So if you're not a royal family member, but you're also not a minor, what are you doing? I, I don't know. I she, genuinely do not know. She works at the mall. <laughs> she's the, she works at the Arby's in Adeline. That's down by so, the mall. So, Oren interrupts the process, and she's like, uh, water and, like, electricity are going down because you took all of the people that maintained that shit and put them in the Royal Guard. So, we're gonna die. Uh, Max grants her the ability to take the people that he took off of those duties and put them back. You know, like a good king. <laughs> that way everyone doesn't die. And uh, he goes back to Declan and demands superpowers. 
Or like you, you do. Yeah. Bring your case. We're going to the Terra Genesis room, I guess. And uh, we jump over the bunker. And Medusa and Black Bolt have another conversation. Guess who's silent all throughout it? And it's Medusa. Surprise. Black Bolt says a bunch. No, it's the other oh, way wait, around. Oh, you wait. Know, I, I get confused as to which is which. <laughs> Very similar characters. Um, like, and then Medusa Are tells... Are struggling? I am struggling. I don't know what's happening anymore. You just... Ugh, ugh. Blah. You've watched this three times. You can't follow along. I don't like it. Uh, Medusa remembers the time immediately after Black Bolt murdered his parents by accident. She's telling him now, Oh, I went I went to meet you because I wanted to gloat and rub the fact that you murdered your parents in your face. That's... And then she she didn't because she saw that he was a person. And then on the spot, Black Bolt invents sign language. None of this story makes any sense to me. And why would you tell him that you were going to laugh in his face that he killed his parents? Uh, because it's a story about pain. Her hair goes like down to about her stomach in this flashback, in uh, where she's played by VIP, the actress called VIP. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? You suppose she can use it? Like, what's she doing with her hair when it's not as long? Like, I, I don't eating? know. I don't know. I just want to know. They they couldn't be bothered to do anything. They with couldn't her be hair. bothered to animate it, so I don't know. Uh, but while they're having this conversation, Karnak pops out. He's like, hey, I looked at the uh, research that Declan did. I think I found a flaw. I think I can fix it. Let me do that. Is that cool? Sky, you just summed up this 45-minute scene in 45 seconds. That is correct. So that's all it took. Um, uh, apparently, Karnak's power works in a way where if he observes anything, he understands it completely. So he's now a geneticist. And uh, wants to do a second terogenesis on Gorgon's corpse because he thinks that that will bring Gorgon back to life. Which, at this point, doesn't fully make sense. It does make a little more sense when he goes through with the plan. At (laughs) least. Kind of, yeah. Well, we have no reason to believe that that's how terogenesis works. We don't know how terogenesis is is very fluid in its science. (laughs) But Black Bolt uh, reminds uh, Karnak that a second terogenesis is forbidden. It can cause addiction and madness and death. Addiction to what? I'm curious. But that'll never get explained, so don't to, worry about it. To moon dust. <laughs> to be fair, Karnak's like, that's nonsense. True. Uh, but Black Bolt says no. Karnak pretends to accept it and walks away dejected. He should put up his sad hoodie. You can tell he's defi- going to defy his king because he slowed down. Or, well, he didn't slow down. The It slowed down. The footage slowed down. Yeah, and he was walking into purple light. We cut back from commercials, and Karnak is just in the uh, the twins' room with the water and the... He's hiding. Apparently his powers are back because we get this fight scene that doesn't go well for him. He gets shot in the back and smashes into a wall. He does a really awkward-looking flip over it's the water. It's so awkward. I don't feel like that was any quicker than him running around, um, but whatever, it's fine. Lauren has come down to yell at some guards that told her to meet them there. I don't know why she's there. I don't know how Karnak knew that she was there. It does not matter. Um, Karnak is so dirty. <laughs> splash around in that pond for a second, man. Yes. Get a new shirt. I bet You're he smells the, terrible. He's the only one we've seen get in the water, and he's the dirtiest. <laughs> 
Well, he took off his clothes to get in there. I guess that's true. And I don't think he was wearing those weird hand bandages yet. Yeah, I don't... I don't know what... The, I know boxers do that, but I don't know what it adds to your fists when you wrap your fists like uh, that. I mean, it makes you look cool as fuck. That's true. I bet it, like, stabilizes your joints so you don't fuck up your hand when you punch somebody in the face. Hold on a second. Did he just kick that bolt back at that guy? He, I thought that he jumped out of the way and it ricocheted. So did I, but this time it looked like he kicked it back at him. I, yes, then. it's This is dumb enough that that's probably what happened. Indeed. Um, so Oren pulls a gun on him. And they have a standoff where, uh, I don't know what he was trying to do here. Oh, right. Okay. I, I was going to say, do you really not know? I just, it, I, I forgot. Oh, God damn it, Sky. Look, this show isn't very good. It's hard to remember stuff. This is what you wanted. <laughs> what if we watch something that's not very good and we giggle? Yeah. I was against the Inhumans, if you recall. It took a lot of convincing on your part. And then I was like, oh, only eight of them? Sure. Oh, they're fucking 45 minutes each. Uh, I miss the turtles. Yeah. They were charming, at least. They had different villains. Uh, but Karnak's just like, hey, my time on Earth has changed me, and now I need your DNA. Yeah, he... Somehow he talks Orin into not shooting him. Well, because she already had her doubts because she saw Max as a nut. Yeah. So he used that against her. That's all you needed to know. Yeah, that was a very long scene for that little bit. Uh, meanwhile, in the bunker, Medusa walks up on Crystal, and she's pining over Dave. Who wouldn't? Well, I don't... She's barely known him. Yeah, but she's never known anyone. I guess that's fair. That's uh, that's basically the point Medusa makes, is like, you don't have any friends here, so I get it. <laughs> we keep you in that apartment, and you just have your pirated music to listen to. <laughs> and the dog. Yeah, she has that dog to play with. Which isn't that bad. He's semi-sentient, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, I guess... She would have attachment issues. She imprinted on Dave like a baby duck. <laughs> I forgot she had dumb hair because it's been pulled back for so long. <laughs> well, she's back in her element, in, even though nobody's there to see it. I really wish that they would change into appropriate <laughs> moon wear. I hope that she um, starts dating uh, Quicksilver soon. <laughs> and they have a child. Well, she, Crystal and Johnny Storm have a thing. She has a child with... Uh, Quicksilver named Luna. So, uh, back in the Terra Genesis room, At least I'm pretty Karnak sure. was able to somehow surreptitiously collect and transport Gorgon's body to the Terrigen room. They prop him up. He's still wearing his boots, by the by. They prop him up in one of the chambers, and uh, apparently all he needs to do, based on the research he gleaned from Declan, is take some of Orin's blood and stick it in Gorgon, and yeah, then throw another Terrigen crystal down. That makes very little sense. Uh, it, yeah, <laughs> I don't think that any of this should work, but whatever, it's fine. He tries to use some science jargon to make it sound as though it's plausible. Um, and then after he takes her blood and injects it into Gorgon, she's like, oh, by the way, my powers are waning. Did you know Crystal's name is Crystalia Amaquilin? Amaquilin? I did not. Crystalia. It's better than Blackagar Boltagon. Crystalia. Sorry, I was just looking up Crystal on Wikipedia. It's fine. Because this is boring. Yes. Um, so Karnak grabs a crystal, and he's going to drop it into the slot of the Terrigen booth. But I, there's no like device that we see smash it. It just turns it into mist immediately. And also... Maybe, maybe the smashers are inside of there. Yeah, but we don't hear that. There's just a whoosh. Maybe it's a liquefier of some sort. I don't know, dude. 
it, it, it. This guy, stop looking for fucking reason in this goddamn show. That's your I want, problem. I want it to make sense, though. In the, context, in the context of itself, I just want it to make sense. A tall order, I know. Anyway, he throws the crystal in. The mist surrounds Gorgon. If they were playing by their own rules, we sh- would know that it didn't work because Gorgon would have been covered in rock or crust or whatever. But that doesn't happen. But that doesn't happen but when, it, yeah, it when didn't happen. Butterfly Girl and Bronjinjinja. Broham. Broga. Gugago. There's also significantly less uh, mist than there was for them also. He used a little Terrigen Crystal. <laughs> he also kissed it. Yeah, well. For good luck. But uh, Gorgon doesn't wake up, and Karnak is sad. He's a sad feller. And it seems like he and Oran are friends now because she's being nice to him and stuff. Uh, but then... Gorgon doesn't wake up, and then he hears voices coming to the Terrigen room, and they decide to, to run away. Or no, he asks her, flee or fight? She says, flee, but I'm not fleeing with you. Very dramatically. Well. I don't, well, like, they were getting along so well. I mean, she didn't shoot him. She played along. She, even he though took she's her af- blood? Yeah, even though she's afraid of needles, she let him take her blood. And he fucking snapped her neck earlier this episode. So they made a lot of progress. It's just weird how quickly it, it turned around on her. I mean, she said, she just says, I'm not fleeing with you, because they're after him. I wouldn't flee with him either. I'd go off on my own. As far as everyone else knows, I'm still on Maximus the Mad side. <laughs> so I'm going to go over here. Good luck, pal. <laughs> if you make it through, I'll see you on the other side. I guess. I just want the show to be better. That's my problem. <laughs> well, we only got to do it one more time. Woo! For this show. And then Animorphs. Is this just going to go on forever until we're dead? Yeah. Or lose interest. I've lost interest a long time ago. <laughs> I thought I was conscripted until I die. Well, I assume that was the case. How much longer could that be? I don't know. A couple months? Yeah, six, seven weeks. The ground dog saw his shadow, so I have seven more weeks of light. <laughs> so we cut back. And Max is leading Declan into the Terragenesis room. To the Terragenesis phone booths. <laughs> oh, he says it looks he like a phone booth. He's old enough to remember what a phone booth is. I am too. Yeah. I bet everybody listening to this probably is. So Declan says, we've already inserted the DNA into you, so we don't know what powers Max selected. Um, Which And that just means, like, I put some blood in you, right? Yeah, I guess. Don't worry about it. It's probably fine. Everything don't- is so, like... Fancy and futuristic in this, except for the, in, except for the case they keep the Terrigen crystals in. Well, it links them to their past. Is that it? I is guess. that what's happening? Max selects a crystal and gives it to Declan, and Declan's like, what is this made of? And he's like, don't worry about Terrigen, it. Terrigen, duh. Why don't you shut up and just do the thing? And then Max has a moment of regret because this isn't how I imagined it. The first time I went through Terrigenesis, my whole family was here, and I was surrounded by love. It's like, bro, you had them chased off the moon, and you tried to kill them a bunch. You murdered them all. So that's, yeah, they don't, they're not going to be there for you because you're a dick. I mean, you made some good points, but now you're just a crazy person. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Womp womp. Long protracted say, stay, uh, statements later. Declan's still excited about science. Like, he's the most, like, well-acted. He's, like, he's got, like, a full-on boner for science. <laughs> Which I can respect. He's like, yeah, he's like Elon Musk right now. Like, <laughs> oh, my rocket's in space. And he's just walking around whapping things with his boner. <laughs> And giving the public th- flamethrowers for some reason. 
Yeah. Uh, but then they Don't notice... worry, those are sold out. We can't get one. Yeah. They notice uh, Gorgon's corpse stood up in a, in a different booth and like, how the fuck did this happen? That does... That would be alarming. Yeah. No matter who you were or and what then was Max happening. And Max is like, what the fuck is happening in my kingdom? It's like, You're not a great leader? There's a lot of shit happening all at once, bro. And then, like, there's an explosion and the guards come down and like, hey, surveillance is down. They attack the control room, wherever that is. Is that the room with the twins? I don't know. And he says we're we're blind. We can't see anything. So apparently they have, like, the surveillance that we've never seen. <laughs> but Declan's like, am I going to be safe here? And then they just leave him there in the Terrigen With room. his mystery corpse. <laughs> <laughs> They're leading uh, Max back to his apartment, I guess, because that's the safest place. Or to the throne room. It's no, they the say best... very specifically to his apartment. Where's and he going to sit? Triton is in the courtyard. And he pulls out two knives very inconspicuously and then murders three people in this crowd of civilians. With no one, well, I mean, people are noticing, but not the guards. Yeah, the guards don't notice at all. Even though it's their job to look around, it doesn't really do anything. And then... And then they can't find the one green person. (laughs) Well, he's a fishman. Sky, are you going to get the Inhuman soundtrack to all of these not great songs that they use during things? Oh, of course. Why wouldn't I? So Triton, the guards lead Max into this hallway, and then Triton comes out the other end somehow, and then he alerts them to his presence by dragging his knife on the I mean, that's kind of cool. It is, but also don't give up your advantage. You're trying to kill them. Why don't you just do it quickly like you did with the other three guards? I mean, it doesn't seem to be a disadvantage for him. He still wins. I guess, and he maybe... His power is also appearing out of areas where he shouldn't be. Because he just pops out in front of Max again. Yeah, maybe if he gets wet, he can go to a different wet spot. (laughs) Weird teleporty powers. Yeah, weird wet teleporty powers. He herds Max into this hallway, and then he drops his knives, and they have a little bit of fisticuffs. Max is very ill-prepared for it, but he still tries, which is surprising. Yeah, he, uh, he uses some of that stuff that Gorgon taught him. Yeah, to little effect. Yeah. He still gets kicked a bunch. He does sucker punch Triton once, and then Triton kicks the shit out of him. Sky, how often do you think about wearing a long coat and being able to fight a gang of guys with two knives in your hands? It is... I don't know. It's difficult to quantify. Is that one of the things you think about like when you're driving a, a longer distance, and then suddenly you realize you, you're almost to where you're going because you've been lost in your thoughts for so long? <laughs> yeah, and I wonder how I got where I am, and if uh-huh. I hit anybody on the way. Yeah, and like... And then the car doesn't have any dents, so I'm pretty sure everybody's fine. Yeah. But uh, Triton brings Max back to the bunker, and then Black Bolt comes out of nowhere and has words with him. Well, not really. <laughs> he doesn't even wave at him, really. Yeah, he just stares at him. Uh, he does throw him against a wall, and then Max just has this constant monologue. Someone's got to talk. I guess. <laughs> and it's us! Yay! Max r- reveals to Black Bolt that I enacted a failsafe. Apparently, Adeline has a self-destruct button. And Max has... And Max is that button! I don't know how his death... Because he's like, if you kill me, everybody will die. I don't know what it is that he knows that will fix the problem, or how the... He says something about destroying the dome that's keeping the vacuum of space out, and I guess that it's gonna pop? I don't fucking know. He doesn't really explain it I mean, if someone was about to kill me, this is exactly what I would say, even if it wasn't true. (laughs) But you kill me, we all die! And then they stop and they think about it and they're like, what, what do you mean? And I'm like, uh, there are bombs in my shoes and if I'm not standing on those shoes, then the bombs explode and they're real good, they're real good bombs. So I got to be standing in these shoes. These are my bomb shoes. 
I wondered I why you formed play... shoes out of C4. <laughs> yeah. Is that why there are fuses coming off of your shoe? <laughs> yes. You know you can set C4 on fire and it won't blow up? I don't know anything about explosives, Sky. I'm not a maniac like you. Well, it's a very stable explosive until you use a blasting cap. You need a blasting cap, otherwise it won't explode. See, this is why you're always a suspect in bombings. <laughs> Person of interest, not a suspect. <laughs> Just keep an eye on him. Maybe find out where his his whereabouts for the last 24 hours. He said some weird things. He said some weird things and then put them on the internet. Just don't call this your manifesto and I think you're all right. Pop culture manifesto. Oh, no. So we cut back to the moon. Uh, we never really left the moon, but we cut back from commercial and Declan is examining really a crystal. The moon. He's holding it up to a flickering fluorescent tube. On the moon. And he's trying, he's looking at it and he's complaining that he doesn't have an electron microscope. And then the lights go out. And then we hear some crashing. There could be a zombie in the room. There's definitely a man breathing heavily. <laughs> so saith the captions. But Declan's like, hey, I'm Dr. Declan. I'm working for Maximus. I'm he said it's cool here. that I'm here. Please don't kill me. Uh, but little does he know that saying, I work for Max, is not the best thing to say to this gentleman. Why? Because uh, it's Gorgon. Because it's Gorgon! Because he's, he's a zombie now. He's a grumpy zombie Gorgon. He's got goat feet. And that's how the episode ends. It sure does. So Gorgon is back from the dead, question mark? I mean, enough to enough to haunted house it through that, <laughs> uh, through that room. Uh, it turns out rooms underneath the surface of the moon uh, are real dark. And scary. Um, so Jake. Huh? What would you say is the most turtle-rific part of this I'm gonna, episode? I'm going to say that part where Trident... Um, he scraped his knives along the wall. That was pretty boss. That's a baller move on Trident's part. Yeah, it turns out he's a very competent fighter yeah. for a guy who got shot once and fell off a cliff. Yeah, um, I I would dare to say he's more competent than any of the other royal family members. They really could have used him this whole time. <laughs> That's probably why they had to eliminate him. Yeah. It's like the dog. Like, well, the dog's asleep now. The dog and Trident are in there. You just get us. <laughs> Hooves. <laughs> tattoos. Weird hair circle, no hair, and quiet guy. <laughs> An all-star team. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Answer the question that I'm, you asked me. I'm thinking. But I forgot to ask it. I knew you were thinking it. Uh, I think it's pretty turtle-rific that Oren's coming around to the side of, I guess, the good guys. But, like, she's realizing that Max is an insane person, and she shouldn't be doing his bidding anymore. Eight episodes later. Seven. I, it took her getting murdered three times? Uh, enough, yeah. But once in cold blood. <laughs> well, twice. Because uh, Medusa stabs her to death in that one. That was more self-defense. Karnak the other time just walked up to her and snapped her neck this time. So Yeah, that's true. And then she got blown up in that explosion. Yeah. But that was Mortis's fault than anybody. Uh, who's the most likable character? Um, mm, Probably, I'm going to say Trident. You think so? Uh, just because I know you're going to say Dr. Declan. Yeah. So I thought I'd change it up. It's true. Triton doesn't have any long protracted speeches that don't mean anything, and he yeah, just came he, in and took care of business. He doesn't... Uh, I don't hate him. <laughs> true, he has only had, like, two lines, but, yeah, he's he's pretty likable. And for me, it's Declan, because he's just excited to be doing science on the moon. Who wouldn't be? And yeah, that sounds awesome. Yes, you're surrounded by idiots and people who are going to get you killed, but you're doing some neato stuff on the moon. He got to, he got to live poor Louise's dream. <laughs> yeah, that really sucks for her. Poor I Louise. I miss her. So that's the episode. Yeah. Uh, we only have one more to go. 
Uh, it's called, and finally, Black Bolt. You didn't pronounce the ellipses. Yeah, I did. You didn't hear that pause, that dramatic <laughs> pause? You yet again, you weren't paying attention. Hold on, let me do it. And finally, Black Bolt. Did you see? Did you I, see I, I got it that time. Okay, good. That title it's... has an ellipses and a colon. <laughs> it sure does. Oh, it's Behold the Inhumans was the first one. Yeah, that ha- also it's, it's a good bookend. Oh, wait, there's one in the middle, too. <laughs> they love their ellipses in the, uh, the Marvels Inhumans. Sure do. Uh, so, we'll finally get the showdown between Max and Black Bolt. I wonder who will win, but that'll be next week. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at PopCulture... Nope, at FailedPopCulture <laughs> with no E at the end. You'll get it. <laughs> you can email the show at PopCultureFailure at gmail.com. You can follow me at SandwichSurplus. Or me, uh, Jake, um, on Twitter at Midwest Love Affair. And if you like... You can rate and review on iTunes or whatever. It helps the show. I recently got laid off, so maybe we will be <laughs> doing a Patreon. We'll see how that shakes out. Um, you can't have all the Patreon money. I work just as hard on this as you do, Sky. I don't think that's true, but sure. Uh, I have to watch this goddamn show. <laughs> yeah, and I do everything else. Will you edit a little bit? <laughs> that's it. But we'll see about that. Uh, anywho... Thank you guys very much for listening. We will see you next week. If we don't die in the terrible snowstorm that's barreling down on us as we speak. Right now it's not terrible. It's very no, it's gentle. Barreling do- it's coming towards us. In a, oh, okay. We are we're approximately four hours from it starting proper. If you trust weather people. And I do. I, I, I usually love don't. Paul Conrad. I don't know who that is. He's the WGN Morning News ah, um, What happened guy. to Skilling? Tom, Tom Skilling, Skilling works there at night. Oh, okay. You do all day if you're not watching the news. You're very bad at being laid off. <laughs> it's been a couple of days. Uh, fucking sucks. Anyway, see you next time. Thanks, guys. Um, bye. I don't, I don't think you yelled enough. <laughs> I yelled a lot. I'm only human. After all, don't put the blame on me. Don't put the blame on me. I'm only human, I do what I can I'm just a man, I do what I can Don't put the blame on me Don't put your blame on me I don't know if anyone on the podcast knew this, but the character of Sheldon is loosely based on Sky. <laughs> he doesn't understand Fuck you. people. <laughs>